Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott and today we're talking about the YouTube project results. In the beginning of May 2023, I began the process of uploading all of my past episodes of Brushwork onto YouTube in video format. The hope being was that I would reach new listeners while also resharing past episodes to my current audience, which has steadily grown since I began the podcast approximately a year ago. I now have the full 65 episodes up and live on YouTube right now, and I'm so excited to share the results of my efforts today with you. It's a rainy day here in Seattle, so you might hear some rain sounds pattering on the windows or the birds because they are preparing for hibernation mode and it's very cute. So if you hear chirping or pattering, that's what that is. Shall we get into it? First, I'm going to give you a recap of what the YouTube project was. I really wanted every episode of Brushwork to be taken from an audio-only medium and be turned into a video form. It was important to me to really consider what the B-roll for the podcast was going to be, what people would watch while also listening to it. When you turn something from an audio-only to a video mode, it's you, you have to consider what are what is the audience doing while listening to this? I asked my audience what they did while they listened to Brushwork, and most were telling me they worked on artwork or they were driving, or they had it on while they were on a run or something like that. So I wanted the visuals, if they chose to listen to the podcast on YouTube, to be something that encouraged work and not really be distracting. The video that plays as my B-roll for the podcast is going to be shot from my studio, and was shot from my studio. It was either of me painting, some sunlight on my palette, or pulled directly from Twitch, which is where I live stream, if you didn't know. There would be an opening sequence in my videos that would be played during the music portion, and then the B-roll would be chosen to match the specific episode's topic. The B-roll was designed to be put on and then ignored while people listened. The exception to this being my interviews, which I usually have interviewees work up on the screen or I'm giving examples about what's going on while we're talking. YouTube has a specific podcast category for you to select when uploading, which makes organizing and finding the podcast super easy for listeners. It's, I think it's a better interface than Spotify or Apple. I did my best to include good SEOs in the description for the YouTube episodes. I sometimes changed the name of the podcast to be more clickbaity, and I made a simple thumbnail that was easy to change per episode, something that when you saw that format of the thumbnail, you knew that was a new episode of Brushwork coming out. For episodes that were art book club related, I had a slightly different format, a new thumbnail, and I left episodes very minimally edited. Mostly I just fixed up the sound, but I didn't edit the content much. Most of Art Book Club is straight from my Twitch recordings. My overall view of the YouTube project is a huge success. When you look at YouTube videos as podcast episodes, I have essentially doubled my audience for the podcast. And hey, if you're listening to this episode on YouTube, you should you should leave me a little high five emote because that's fun. <laughs> so I, I call it a success. And as a podcast, it feels successful. However, if you look at the episodes as YouTube videos, They've done terribly. <laughs> Most of my videos currently have sub 50 views, and that would be a huge failure if it wasn't a podcast. If I wasn't in my first, almost second year of making a podcast, and I was looking at those kind of numbers. Perspective matters here, and for myself, for the goal I set out, I have reached it. And I think it's important to note that when you're starting a project like this. When I was starting YouTube, I wasn't trying to become viral. I wasn't trying to make videos that were videos. I was trying to make podcast episodes. And that's really important to think about when you're starting such a thing. 
on the back end of my website, I was also seeing a lot of action because of my YouTube videos, which is my second success here. Every single episode that I've published as a video has got people visiting my website, usually within a few hours of posting. It's kind of remarkable. So I would post a back episode, let's say it was episode 36 or something. I would post an episode and then people would come directly to my website and stick around on my website for a while. Sometimes they would even go to the shop and purchase something. Amazing. <laughs> what this means is that people who did visit my channel and watched a video were really quality viewers, quality podcast listeners. These are people who wanted to see more and chose to leave the YouTube platform and visit my website, which is hard to do. It's hard to get people to do that. And I'm really thankful. These viewers also visited my online shop and soon after coming from my website from YouTube. About 10% of people who visited my shop after coming from YouTube bought something, which is amazing. It's so great. So overall, the project has been a success. It's been really, really great. If you have a podcast yourself, you, you got to be putting it on YouTube. I was talking to a couple of people, my partner in particular, and I was like, where, where do you listen to podcasts? And I feel like this is a question you should ask of your listeners often. Is it on Spotify? Is it on Apple Podcasts? My partner said he listened to podcasts only on YouTube. And I was like, that's huge. Because when you upload to Spotify um, through your through your website or wherever you launch your host, your podcast, it doesn't automatically go to YouTube. You have to put in quite a bit more effort, but I think it really pays off. Now that the project's over, that getting the whole backlog of episodes up onto YouTube is done, I'm now going to be posting new podcast episodes just once a week on the platform instead of doing the three or four times a week as I was trying to catch up. My posting schedule is going to adjust a little bit, but I'm also going to be posting new kinds of content. I'm going to be posting the current video of the current episode when they go live on Tuesdays once a week, like I normally do. But I'll also be posting unedited recordings of my live painting sessions from Twitch a couple times a week. You might have already seen a couple of these now that I'm all caught up. Feels really great to be done with that. <laughs> I'm also going to be posting several clips from Twitch, doing short Q&As, doing some speed paintings, doing some real-time recordings of my work. You're going to see different kinds of content, and I'm going to be experimenting. But I'd also like your opinions. I would like your help on what I should do next. I'm considering expanding on content for YouTube. I've compiled a list here to help me consider what would be interesting content, but I'd love your input. So if you have, if you hear something and you're like, that's a great idea, Stephanie should do that. Or if you're like, hmm, this is not on Stevie's list, but you should, you should check this out. Will you, will you tell me in the comments? Because I want to, I want to hear what you think. I want to make content that you like to listen to. Here is the possibility list. Number one is process videos. Doing some start to finish painting videos. I've kind of done this in the past as speed painting, but they took forever to edit. Just a really long time and overall was not worth my time. However, with the recordings from my Twitch streams, this could go a lot faster. I could show you what it's like from start to finish doing a whole painting. Um, another one would be technique tutorials. I get questions all the time about doing hard edge techniques because I am an abstract painter and I do lots of geometric artwork, which means crispy lines. And I do this all without tape. So I think this could be a fun thing to make tutorials, maybe on a whole series on how I work. Okay, number two is more about materials and tools, doing reviews on different kinds of oil paints, brushes, canvases, other materials, offering the pros and cons of why you should use some things but not others. Maybe I'll even get someone to sponsor the podcast. How cool would that be? 
Uh, recommendations would be in the same line as this. Sharing about my favorite brands, because, you know, at this point, I've been painting for so long. I've got favorite brands and things like that. Things I find trustworthy. And I, I feel like that'd be interesting to hear about. Another thing would be art history and theory. Breaking down famous works from history, discussing technique, color theory, the story behind the art. This isn't to my biggest skill set, to be honest, but it could be fun to learn. Art business is the no-brainer one. I've got a lot of content already curated in my studio notes that are helpful for art business topics, but this could be greatly expanded on. I'm discussing topics like setting up an art exhibition, building portfolio, pricing artwork. I should absolutely have a podcast episode about building portfolio soon. That's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe next one. <laughs> Doing a studio tour is my fourth idea. Um, showing you all my refurbished garage of a workspace. It's perfect and awesome and I love it. And giving you a tour of what possibilities could be like. I know whenever I'm looking at building out a new studio, I like to see examples. So this could be fun in video form. Uh, number five would be art challenges. Art challenges are so popular and I love doing the seven day art challenge, but doing the seven day art challenge as a blog form would be very fun. Number six would be doing some collaborations with other artists and other YouTube creators who are also painters. Uh, seven would be vlogging, which is the no brainer one, like a day in the life of the studio. Come to the studio with me, that kind of content. Do you like watching that kind of content? I think it could be fun to make, but also fun to watch. Um, mental health and discussing how I manage stress and anxiety through making art. That's a good one. That's number eight. And doing some more interactive content like Q&A sessions, live painting sessions. I usually stream on Twitch, so this would be maybe less of a priority here, but you know, it's fun. It's fun. We could, we could do more of that in video form. Our inspiration would be an interesting topic. I I talk a lot about inspiration here on the podcast, but doing it as a part of a vlog or maybe a more specific situation could be great. We'll, we'll workshop that. And my last idea would be art book club, but expanded. Doing short summaries of past books that we've read for the book club for people who don't have time to listen to a 40-minute episode with Jenna and I <laughs> would be fun. Doing short form vertical content would be nice of past episodes. Who knows? The possibilities are endless. But if there's something you've been like, I wish Stephanie had made video content about X, Y, or Z. Will you please, please tell me? Because I'm learning a lot of skills making videos. And I feel like now that I have some skills, I can make things way better than they were before. Video editing is one. I'm much more efficient at it now than I was, you know, five months ago. But I also have a better concept of sound design and, you know, vi visual framing and everything that comes with making videos than I did before. So it's kind of fun. Another like side effect that's happened because of the YouTube project is that I now watch YouTube videos differently. I now watch them as a content creator versus as a consumer. And I remember this change happening with Instagram seven years ago when I started getting serious about making my art business public on Instagram. I'm now noticing technique, I'm noticing sound, I'm noticing intros in a very different way. And it's kind of fun to be, to use video as a, as a craft. <laughs> Whereas before it was just something that I tried my best on, but didn't really succeed at anything. <laughs> I foresee my career as a novice vlogger being full of just ups and downs. I've got a lot to learn when it comes to getting beautiful shots for starts, but I'm excited to expand on this. And as I've got an art residency coming up, I'm intending to vlog during that time. It could be fun. It should be great. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> what do you think? Should I expand on YouTube content? Should I keep going? Do you have your own channel? 
you should share it with me so I can see what you're doing because that's super fun. You know, sharing is caring. All right. That's all I got for you today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've been enjoying the YouTube channel. Let me know what your favorite episode has been. I hope you have a great day. Make good choices, everyone. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.